What is up, team? Uh, who needs a hug or a beer or a lap dance? I mean, Jesus. <whistles> Momentum has left the building, and so have our tourney hopes. If we could just go back to that inbounds pass against Butler. Ooh, all things were well, but we can't. And right now I'm hoping St. John's can win by – I'm sorry. I'm hoping St. John's can lose by less than 20 points with two minutes to go in this game so I can save $50 tonight because I bet on them to cover the spread at halftime, the 20-point spread. So I had some rooting interest. So I'm still I'm still crossing my fingers and rooting hard. 78-54 right now. We got a big – oh, there it goes, 80-54. to 54. 50 bucks down the drain, that's the double doozy. Forget about it. Not good, guys, not good. Anyway, what went wrong tonight? First off, you're playing a really good team on the road, so your odds are against you. Chances are already stacked up pretty high. A lot of things got to go right for you to have a chance against Villanova, and they didn't from the start. They were hitting shots. Some contested, some weren't. We weren't hitting anything. And most of our shots, whether they were contested or not, were not good quality looks. They were shots Villanova was willing to give us. Outside perimeter shots, three-point shots, long twos, nothing inside the paint. At some point in the second half, I don't know how deep in the game it was, we had only six points inside the paint. I'm not sure what we finished with, but not a lot. 80-55 to 55 right now. Just not a brand of basketball that was um, successful during our, you know, our good streak of whatever it was, 7 out of 8 and uh, 9 out of 12 overall. Um, offensively, settling, settling, settling. Not getting the rim, and a lot of that is our – uh, inability to get out in transition and obviously that's the story with our team is we need to rely on our transition and our defense to enable our ability to score in transition and when that's not happening it's tough for us to get points and Champagny came out 0 for 8 if he's not hitting those shots in the half court and we're not getting out in transition it's tough for us to find points Dunn and Alexander are not half court offensive threats Dunn really isn't and Alexander isn't yet I think Alexander will be and hope to God his uh, hands are right. 80 to 58. Come on, I'm still in this. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now, Johnny's. But anyway, um, too many jump shots. Didn't go our way. They weren't falling, and Villanova took full advantage of it. Gillespie came out and had 10 points quick. Uh, kind of flipped the script on what happened the first time against Posh. Although we didn't hear much from him the rest of the game. It didn't matter. Um, it was 28 to 14. At that point, we were down 14 points, and my feeling was Villanova had played about good enough to be up 10 points. It shouldn't have been a 14-point game. It should have been about 8 to 10 points. Our shots weren't falling. Their tough shots were. Uh, not that they weren't outplaying us. They clearly were, but it just wasn't wasn't our night. And when you combine all those things, good team, their shots falling, ours aren't, and what have you, it's a quick night early on the road. And you hope that we can figure out some things that will help us the next time around when we have to play Providence, okay, trying to sweep a good Providence team, get our our first sweep of the season. Um, but it's not going to be easy, okay. Ed Cooley is going to be out for revenge, and Providence, 
not only has the best interior scorer in the Big East, they have seen the recipe that what Butler and what DePaul and what Villanova has done is, you know, kill us in the paint, beat us up in the paint. Um, and 81-58, I officially lost my bet. St. John's officially lose by 23 points, and we are slowly going down the drain. But got to put things into perspective. Really, what did we expect? Beginning of February, 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 why can't I say that right now? We did not expect to be a tournament team, okay? Definitely didn't at around December, um, I'm, I'm sorry, around the new year. We had this stretch and things looked great. And then the Butler thing, it unraveled. And we bounced back for a savior, but the game against DePaul is going to haunt us, unfortunately, now for the rest of the year. Tonight, this would have been a free game against Nova had we taken care of business against DePaul, but unfortunately, we didn't do that. And we put our cards in this Villanova basket, and we didn't we didn't snatch a winner. So now we are hoping we can play really well these next two games against two quality teams. Providence is a team who's underperformed, but it's probably, uh, I mean, a tough matchup. But the line probably going to be a pick 'em. So if you beat Providence, hopefully get momentum, and you hope things bounce your way where you're playing Seton Hall where it feels like it means something. Okay, it's, And every game will mean it something. I don't mean in the sense that the season's worthless if we're not making the tournament. But if you beat Providence, then you can beat Seton Hall and you can get momentum. And at the worst case scenario, you're playing on your home court in the Big East tournament. Pretty much you've proven you can beat everybody on your night. right? So you just got to get the momentum swinging back in your direction and it starts playing against a tough physical Providence team who is um, hopefully the only team you'll be able to sweep this season in the Big East. Got to get a sweep. Got to get a sweep. Couldn't do it against Paul. Couldn't do it against Butler. Couldn't do it against Nova. We got a chance against uh, Providence. And then we got a chance to get to 10 wins with Seton Hall. And 10 and 9 would be a really, really successful number to get to. But it's certainly not going to be easy. Looking at the lineup tonight, uh, Roberts, zeros across the board. He's kind of getting the, you know, the cursory start at this point and not producing uh i feel for him because he's not ever looked for on offense some of that's his own doing he's not really demanding it but they never give him a shot um he does have a decent ability to pass out of the post but rarely if ever gets an opportunity to get the ball in the post but ineffective in his limited minutes tonight and i wouldn't be surprised if for next game he doesn't start uh we we try something although against watson you want to be as big as possible maybe he gets creative more toro or or i'm not sure but the roberts thing since his initial burst back in the starting lineup when we played really well he slowly slowly kind of drifted back to where he was before then um and it's I don't know where I stand with it right now because he, I, we needed him. We needed him to get into that starting lineup to have that interior defense to uh, enable us to play our pressure defense on the perimeter. But he is a he's a zero on offense, and when you have Champagny, who has primarily been um, primarily been effective as a four, and you've got Moore and Erlington as guys off the bench. If Roberts isn't giving you anything on offense, those two guys are at least able to come in and be threats. You're not going to lose minutes to Champagne, who's only playing minutes at the four, so you got those other two guys that really are going to get a lot of their minutes at the five. And if Roberts is giving you zeros, and he's not really got up rebounds, at the best he's giving you some protection on the back end, but if he's not doing that, then he's really not giving you anything. And uh, I like the kid, and he hustles his ass off, but... 
I'm not. I don't. I don't blame uh, Coach Anderson for not giving him mega minutes right now. Champagny, 16.7 rebounds. His numbers ended up being decent, you know, all things considered. But like I said, started off 0 for 8. Dug us into that hole. Into that hole, and Villanova was really making him work for it. He was kind of all over the place on defense, off his feet a bunch, leaving his feet for pump fakes, getting beat in the post, um, and it wasn't his best night. And he's gonna have to get used to being the primary focus to defenses like this and we're going to have to get used to finding creative ways to get him some easier looks can't be 100 percent just him catching and looking to create he's got to be able to catch and just finish one or two get some easy baskets in transition uh coming off screens maybe picking pops things like that uh cole in the second half he was a little bit aggressive a little bit more aggressive but uh he seems like he's withering you know physically as we get down the stretch here um Hasn't shot the ball particularly well. Did have nine points tonight. Um, can't remember if that was all in the second half. I think it might have been. But uh, we need to get him going. Need to get him some open looks, and he needs to be confident ripping him early. Uh, one, another thing, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him exiting the starting lineup uh, the next game. Um, Williams, we know uh, Wusu struggled early tonight, but actually finished with a decent game. Coach Anderson loves him, so maybe one of those two guys will stop, step into the starting lineup going forward. Wouldn't be surprised. Posh, four points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, one turnover. Not his most effective night. Didn't hit his shots early. Then he was kind of timid the rest of the way. Did hurt his hand late in the game, which was kind of scary. You hope he's okay. Probably the biggest focus moving forward is hoping he's uh, he's healthy because that would be a huge, huge, huge um hurt to the season to lose him especially in a game like this meaningless towards the end like that of course he's playing 80 feet away from the basket going as hard as he always does going for a steal happens to hit his hand against uh villanova's player's arm or thigh or something like that and twist his and it looked like his thumb bent back in the wrong direction so hopefully he's good to go uh done four points two for seven six rebounds four assists two steals one turnover similar to, similarly to posh just never really got it going offensively and those two guys in the backcourt combined four for 14 kind of limits your spacing you know i've said it all year and i don't mean to harp on it but them two as a combo those two as a combo is tough williams did have five points three rebounds two for four so he didn't have much more on the production side but uh efficiency wise he's an obviously a, a better shooter than those two i l- still like to see him be more aggressive if he was as aggressive as wusu or dunn or alexander or cole you know he'd be the best of the bunch um but he's not and you, c- you can't make a guy do that stuff i guess erlington not effective four points four rebounds more had 10 points three rebounds didn't get many minutes in the second half the one shot he missed was a three-pointer that was rushed but other than that I thought he played really good uh he's he's an effective player uh the length is tough for other teams to deal with I don't know about playing him next to a traditional center if he'll be able to do that as naturally you know scoring with another guy inside with him I don't think I want him hanging around the perimeter but um he he can't he can't control the paint enough to be a full-time center so either way we got to see another center on the roster that's obvious but more was not the problem tonight. Uh, Toro got at the end, didn't do anything. McGriff got at the end, didn't do anything. Wusu, six points, three rebounds, four assists, four turnovers, was really sloppier in the half, had that hard physical foul beginning of the second half. Then he had that bad flop right after that. It was kind of ironic. Uh, they almost called the flagrant on the clean foul. Then they, I thought they were going to call the flagrant on the flop. 
But dude, I mean that flap, that flop was ugly, Wusu. And I love you. He's kind of been struggling lately. Uh, hasn't been in the same comfort zone since that uh, end of the Butler game, obviously. So hopefully he can bounce back. You can see why, uh, you know, fans are saying we need to get shots closer to the rim. I'm saying we need to get shots closer to the paint. Everybody obviously sees that. And uh, and th- by that same token, Wusu is obviously one of those guys who's one of the better guys getting towards the basket, can catch off the dribble or um, off the catch, off the jab jab step, using the pick. A lot of different ways he can get to the paint and create for himself or others. So if we're talking about getting better looks at the basket, getting inside the paint, then he's a guy you want out on the court. He uh, needs to learn to be a little bit more under control, uh, pick his spots a little bit more wisely, and he, and he does need to get a softer touch on that three-point shot. Um, some brick city lately. But he's still a guy I'm super high on going forward. So we got Providence coming up. Um, eight days from now, big break. There was that talk about potentially getting a, another non-conference game. It's kind of a tough decision now considering Posh looks to be hurt. So do we want to get healthy? Do we want to get another game in there? Is it worth it with where we stand uh, now tournament-wise? Um, I would like to see the game just because I'm a fan and I want to see more games. But I could also see why you wouldn't want to do it. You want to be healthy, finish the conference season strong, give yourself a chance in the Big East tournament, tournament and then roll the dice uh, from there. But stay strong, guys. Stick with it. Don't give up on this team, all right? We've been here way too long to give up now, right? We're St. John's fans. We're resilient. We're tough. Might not be the smartest, guys. We, we obviously don't pick the the best groups, but we're here, okay? That's one thing. We're still here. So thanks for tuning in to the Redstone Rapid Reaction Podcast. For Pat Kane, I'm Justin Burrell. Peace. <laughs>